0: Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. Hey ladies, in case you missed it, Fit Girl Fall is officially back on the Hot Healthy Never Hungry podcast. Alongside weekly mini episodes on all things fitness and fat loss during the fall season, I want to remind you that we are doing a very special giveaway that I do not want you to miss out on. For Fit Girl Fall, I will be giving away four amazing prizes to four lucky and loyal listeners of the show, including one walking pad to go on your hot girl walks in your office as you're working as winter is approaching us two $100 Ali Yoga gift cards to revamp your fall wardrobe and get some new hawker workout clothes, and a Stanley cup so you can stay hydrated and make sure it's always on your desk. To enter, I've made this super easy for you. Head to thesororitynutritionist.com backslash giveaway for instructions on how to enter, which includes leaving a rating and review of the show. Winners will be announced on October 30th, both on the episode that will launch that day here on the podcast, and they also will be announced on my Instagram at sorority.nutritionist. All the details for the giveaway, including how to enter, when the winners will be announced and the terms are available in the show notes for you, including a link to the website where you'll be able to enter the giveaway at, which is the sorority nutritionist.com backslash giveaway. And as a reminder, I will never ask for personal information. So head to the sorority backslash giveaway to participate in this giveaway. Now on to today's episode. Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Fit Girl Fall, where we are going to spend the day, spend the moment talking about meal plans. And we're not just talking about any old meal plan you find on the internet. I wanna talk about the best meal plan, like the meal plan that is literally gonna give you your dream body, that is gonna make you feel freaking amazing in your skin, but also is realistic. And we're cutting to the chase. You know, I wanted to do this episode today, especially around fall. Because fall is a season of busyness, but I also feel like fall is a season where women have a lot of stuff going on. We all have a lot of stuff going on this time of year. I think of back to school. I think about more events and weekends and like balancing our schedules and work and all of these things we are juggling. And then we have our fitness goals, of course, which is also, even if you're not actively trying to lose weight, I'd really argue when you get to the place where your fitness is always a priority... It's not just about the losing weight, even maintaining your weight during this time of year and keeping up with so many of the habits that you've built can be really tough for people. And I think especially one of the first things that can go to the side, of course, is your your meal plan and what you eat. I mean, when you're busy, when you don't have a lot of time on your hands, when you're not at home, it's really easy to make choices that aren't aligned with your diet. And we know, especially when it comes to nutrition, having consistency and repeatability it's really important. That's really what habits are. But when our habits are getting thrown to the side because we have a lot going on, I know it can be really challenging. So I really hope to use this episode as honestly like a reset for you guys, a reset for you, you beautiful woman that's listening to this right now. And I wanna go over not only what is the best meal plan, but I really wanna teach you what your meal plan should look like based upon what your goals are. I am going to make sure by the end of today's episode that you are leaving knowing what is the best meal plan, how to actually stick to the meal plan. And I also want to share some lazy girl cooking hacks, because honestly, whenever I talk about meal planning and actually executing what you know you need to do, because you know what you need to do, you just need to do it. I think sometimes the hardest part is actually doing it and actually doing it when you are very busy and, and when you're really tired, to be quite honest. So I want to share some cooking hacks with you guys, and I also have a little freebie at the end of this episode, so if you love my Instagram post, if you do follow me on Instagram at sorority.nutritionist, if you do love my little meal plans, you are going to love the end of this episode for a fun little surprise, so definitely stay state of the end. Okay, kicking off at the top, the first thing I mentioned was I wanted to talk about what is the best meal plan. Now, when it comes to meal planning... Meal planning is not just what you may think it is, especially if you haven't worked with me privately or in the membership and seen our stuff. Meal planning isn't just getting a meal plan online and following it. I mean, yes, you can do that, but it goes a little bit deeper because I think meal planning only works when you understand what is required, not only for you to get to your goals, but also thinking about your lifestyle. Now, of course, we have meal plans in the membership and of course, inside of coaching, inside of 90 Day Fit Bay Body, I look at what my clients eat and provide that feedback to them to help fine tune what their meal plan is, which is really just how they're eating ultimately. However, when it comes to meal planning, you need to think about your real life when you are considering what you're eating or else it isn't going to work. So what I do with my clients and what we do inside of all of our programs when it comes to meal planning, and there's many ways you can go about it. Obviously, if you don't have a calorie budget, if you don't have specific targets, but if you're trying to lose weight, I think the easiest way to meal plan and really meal prep is one, you have to know your budget. Two, you have to figure out, okay, how many meals and snacks you want to have? What is that rhythm and cadence of eating that also is, is relevant to your work and your schedule and you know when you eat in the day to be quite blunt. And then from there, that's when you can fill in the blanks of essentially what you want to eat. That's really meal planning at its core. That's how any dietitian, any any person would go about creating a meal plan for their client for their goals. That being said, I want to take it a step deeper just because I want to remind you the best meal plan isn't just what's on paper, but it's also a meal plan that is adaptable. It's a meal plan that you can actually stick to when sometimes you get a little bit off track or something doesn't go as expected. And I bring that up because we all have periods of life where we get more busy than other times or than other people in our life. And it's really unrealistic to expect yourself to get this plan and you have to follow it perfectly. And if you don't, if you make one mistake, girl, you are cut from the island of weight loss. You are going to fail this journey. And that's what women get into the mindset of. You get a meal plan and it could be very customized, but then you reach this point where one day you can't do it. One day you make a choice not aligned. And you feel like you literally are exiled off of the island. I'm thinking of things like survivor, like you're done, like you're just done, you're fired, right? But that's just not the case. A meal plan is a plan. But what I really want to emphasize is having a plan that is adaptable and that is realistic because that meal plan will ebb and flow and change as our life ebbs and flows and changes. So really when it comes to sticking to your meal plan, because yes, we want this to be adaptable, but at the same time, we do want to set ourselves up for success, right? I often find there are two specific struggles when you think about meal planning and following a plan around food that women really get caught up on. And honestly, I think really, really derails them. The first one, when it comes to execution, and these are all execution-based struggles, I just want to point that out. The first one is when you get busy, you often will go for convenience foods that are more tempting or not that you will go for them, but you just honestly really, really crave them, like you really want them. So if you find yourself this way, really wanting convenience and not wanting to follow like, the actual plan that you had, I love having backup plans to my meal plan, knowing that you know my meal plan, let me take a step back for a second how i like to go about meal planning and food especially with my clients and honestly i'm just even talking about my own life is i like to know for breakfast lunch and dinner a whole variety of options i like having options and for some people planning everything out like a day in advance on my fitness pal absolutely works but i also especially as you enter maintenance and as you enter you know being more flexible during the ebbs and flows of life like i might know what i'm having for the week but my meal plan is flexible i always have go to meals that i can always go back on And I bring this up because if you find it really difficult to stick to your plan, and when you get very, very busy, you crave convenience foods, and you're like, I do not want what I bought at home, I would really argue, how can we sometimes fit in that craving, but also make it fit your plan? And I'm not saying every day, but I want to give you an example. When my husband has a bad day at work, or honestly, I'm just like overtired and exhausted and get a craving too, and you know, sometimes I just get the craving, it has nothing to do with how busy I am, let's be real like I will buy chicken tenders from Chick-fil-A, but I'm like, you know what? I don't want to just fuck it. I want to feel good. And I also haven't had a lot of veggies today. What am I going to do? I'm going to pair it with a salad kit, or I'm going to make a homemade boss ass salad because I got to use those greens before they go bad. And that's one thing about me, ladies. I don't let my greens go bad in my fridge. That's the one thing I can be really proud about for myself. I try not to use all my produce, all my fruits and veggies, and especially my greens. Anyway, you could just fit it in, right? Like you could fit that in and that could fit into your meal plan and see how you just fit that in and it's like not a big deal versus you get the craving and then you just go ape shit, end up eating 1500 calories at Chick Flakes. You're like, oh, I'm already off track. I might as well get the whole flipping menu. You have choices. And so I find when you have trouble sticking to the meal plan, especially when you're busy or tired or going through something emotionally, you could just actually try to fit it in. Another option that actually is related to having options is when I, it's not even like fast food, like say I get a craving for like a burger or I get a craving for something fun like pizza, right? These traditional like American fun foods, I will just make the burger at home and I will make it fit the portion sizes that make me feel good, depending on how on track or off track I am trying to be. And sometimes it's not even about being on track or off track, like not that I don't give myself the option to get off track, but I literally just make make it at home. Like it's another meal for me. It's really not a big deal. And that's my point, like it's not a big deal. When you sometimes don't want to follow the plan that you would actually put in place, right? And it honestly takes us up further. What would it look like if your plan, the things that you think are actually getting you off track, what would it look like to fit them in and help them fit the balance plate that you have? So anyway, as my first tip. If you struggle with just like the temptation and like getting off plan and honestly, when you do get off plan, that leads to a whole cascade of that all or nothing mindset that comes in. Okay. The second tip and really thing that I wanted to talk about with you guys is when you get tired and you don't want to cook and therefore it's like really hard for you to execute the meal plan. And I like to say no desire to cook. You don't want to cook. No problem. I would actually argue this is probably one of the most common issues I find with my clients during periods of busyness. And when honestly they just get a little burnt out or maybe work's a little more difficult or your kids are literally driving you nuts at the end of the day. Or honestly, your kids are are taking you away from the kitchen. They're like, I want your time, mama. But you're like, oh my gosh, it's like seven and I haven't eaten yet. I only fed you. So what I suggest, especially for meal planning, is we don't just want to plan. We also want to prep. And part of that preparation is actually being very intentional about the ingredients that you are choosing and selecting at the grocery store. And I especially bring that up because if you buy very simple ingredients and you prep them maybe one day ahead of time. That's going to make in the moment things easier. And you don't have to be a leftover person. I'm talking about you marinate chicken and you have that for the whole week. You can use it day by day, maybe not the whole week. We don't want no raw chicken in the fridge. And I'm not responsible for you guys getting sick and food safety stuff, but you can prep things ahead of time. Things like rice, because we do carb proteins, veggies, we're going to get into that in a moment. But things like rice or quinoa, you can make a whole batch of it. You can make a whole batch of sweet potatoes that lasts you for three days then you're not in the moment being like, oh shit, I don't want to cook. It's, oh wow, I spent a little extra time when I was making it one time by cutting one extra or three, two or three extra sweet potatoes. Then you have it for a few days. You can buy a few different types of meat and they you can either marinate them yourself or you can buy them pre-marinated and you could even prep a whole bunch of ground turkey with seasoning and use it for a variety of things. Salmon fillets, you could do this with, You know, I don't prefer to do it with salads, but you could do it with any like roasted veggie, like just really simple things. I'm not even saying you have to have these things plain for your meal, but then you can like incorporate them into other things. And I find my clients who don't want to cook every day. And honestly, myself, I get tired of cooking, especially when I am the only person responsible for cooking and me and my husband are not splitting it. What I find really helpful is being picky and choosy and not Doing these intense meals every single day and instead prepping a little bit ahead of time when I do get the urge to cook. So then you have it for a few days after. Makes it really easy. The next thing I think is also important on this topic of executing the meal plan and it being really difficult for you. I wanna give you some rapid fire tips for creating a healthy meal plan. And then I also wanna share just some more cooking hacks to make these rapid fire tips actually work for you. Okay, so. When you are creating a healthy meal plan, like I mentioned, you have to think through how many meals and snacks you want, but when you are thinking through the meals and snacks that you want, I want you to actually think about your schedule as you are going through the meals and snacks and really the the specific foods and recipes that you plan to have in those meals. So I want to give you an example. One of my favorite tips to share is actually making not all, I mean, you could do all of it for sure, but I would really try to make your first meal of the day, specifically breakfast, repeatable. I think having two options for breakfast is like the sweet spot. You have two options. You can mix and match them, or not mix and match. You can swap them is a better way to put it. You will have your go-to options, your two go-to options, but you will have your backup plan. Meaning There might be one option that you really love for me, like my typical like egg for toast breakfast is one of my favorites, but my backup plan is, okay, I'm going to have some oatmeal and maybe I'll have some eggs on the side, or I will put like, do like an overnight oats with protein powder moment if I'm planning in advance. And I'd say my third string, because it's like fall and football season, I'm thinking about like the, the first string, the second string quarterback, the third, anyway, guys, I hope you're picking up my jokes anyway. My third string like backup plan is, okay, I'm gonna make a smoothie. And all those things are actually things I always have. We always have frozen fruit. We always have almond milk we buy that shit in bulk from Costco. We always have protein powder. You know, peanut butter is non-perishable unless something drastic happens and we go through our jar and we haven't got it yet. Like we always have these things. So having go-to repeatable breakfast that like I know there's recipes, I don't have to think about them. It's early in the morning. They're so easy to make. They take me less than five minutes to make all of those recipes. Just makes following the healthy meal plan easy, but also mixing and matching day to day so you don't get sick of shit. But I really, really think making breakfast repeatable is one of the most important things you can do. And alongside some of the other tips I shared, I find it really helpful when you're creating a meal plan to think about the meal prep and yes, like when you're going to do it, but I care more about what you prep and it could be more flexible. It doesn't have to be just on Sunday you're meal prepping. It could be whenever once again, you get that urge to cook, but When you meal prep items, I highly suggest when you're creating your meal plan, think about meals that you can use ingredients multiple times for. I want to give you an example. What I think about with this is like if I make chicken, it could be marinated in whatever the hell I'm feeling. Barbecue sauce, teriyaki sauce are common things for us. Sometimes we do like homemade marinades. Sometimes we buy some just really cool other marinades at the store. And sometimes we obviously do like a taco Mexican vibe. However, If we even just make plain chicken in a bowl, you can eat a bowl meal with it, meaning a bowl meal is when you have a carb, a protein, a veggie, and you're mixing and matching. But what you can also do is then use that leftover chicken to make a quesadilla. You can make tacos with it. You can use it in another style bowl meal. There's multiple different ways you can mix and match. I mean, if it's plain chicken, you can make chicken salad with it, right? I take rotisserie chicken. I have it a whole bunch of different ways. And then I end up, if I have leftovers, I will make a chicken salad with it. So making really simple food ingredients and finding ways to utilize them in many things. If you're not a leftover girly, I'm sure you hate this advice, but it really makes actually following the meal plan easier. But you have to think about these things as you're creating the meal plan. and These are things you'll pick up as you go throughout time, truthfully. At this point, my meal plan lives in my head, but I do suggest writing this stuff out and really coming up with a plan, especially if you are doing it yourself. Another tip I just want to give you is when you're thinking about creating a meal plan, also think about the cooking methods that you're using. I highly suggest for your, for your meal planning to really think about using things in your kitchen. If you don't have them, I highly suggest getting them things like an air fryer, doing oven roasted items, because that is something you can like put in the oven and walk away from. I mean, you have to like be near it, but like, it's not like you have to tend to it constantly, like stirring the butter in the pot, right? Toaster and microwave, like using things that will make your life easier. I can't tell you how much I love frozen veggies, which also just, I want to remind you guys, convenience foods, like pre-marinated meats, pre-chopped veggies, frozen veggie mixes, carbs like quinoa and farro that are pre-made from like the, not, not the deli section, I'm thinking of like Whole Foods, they have like the boxes of them. These things will make following a meal plan easy. And then you can mix and match these items, even if it doesn't perfectly follow what you had planned. So that way you're always prepared at the end of the day. That being said, I totally know meal planning can feel overwhelming. This is a rapid fire episode and obviously a mini episode for Fit Girl Fall. So I wanted to give you guys something really, really special alongside the giveaway that we're doing, of course, but you will actually find in today's show notes below, there is a link that actually features two sample meal plans as inspiration that utilize all of the tips and tricks and information I just shared in today's podcast episode. So of course, go to the show notes and enter the giveaway. But secondly, I have a little giveaway freebie for you guys too. One is just a high protein meal plan that is just like a sample, really balanced, but very simple meal plan for a busy working woman. And then the second meal plan is actually a more pescatarian friendly one because I know not everyone eats meat. So I want to give you guys those. I hope you enjoy them. They are very protein centric. There are no calorie information on them, just considering the fact that these meal plans are just general recommendations. It will depend on your specific food products with calorie tracking. And even if I do give a plan to my client, I still expect them to track their calories because different food items. I mean, you could buy a wrap for 140 calories or you could buy, you know, the wrap tortilla for like 70 calories. So you have to, you know, figure it out with your specific food products. But these meal plans, I hope serve as such major and great inspiration for you guys. I hope you enjoy them. And I also hope it helps you out on your journey. And most importantly, just gives you inspiration. That's what meal plans are for. Meal plans are designed to give you inspiration to understand, okay, what is the direction my diet needs to go in? But meal plans are not the end all be all. They are a building block or really a like a jumping board. I feel like a diving board is what I consider a meal plan. It will help you propel towards your goals But remember, your meal plan is adaptable. Just because you can't eat three eggs and a veggie scramble for breakfast doesn't mean you're off track. There are still choices and you make those choices every day. I hope these meal plans help you out. And I also hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey, girlfriend, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about eating right for fat loss and never gaining weight back, I'll be continuing this party on Instagram where you can find me at sorority.nutritionist posting inspiration every single day. Also, if you're wondering where to get started on your journey, be sure to head to the sorority nutritionist.com backslash quiz to take my free quiz that will tell you why you aren't losing weight and what you can begin to do about it so you can see progress faster. You can also find any other links and resources mentioned in the show at the sorority nutritionist.com under free resources. I hope you have such a beautiful day and I will see you next time, girlfriend.